Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Work Insanity, where we talk about our work lives and give you some insights that hopefully help you in yours. I'm Tom Merritt. I've been running my own podcasting business and writing novels for 10 years. And I'm Patrick Beja. I've been doing production and podcasts for more than 10 years. Today, we're going to address some of your excellent emails, questions, thoughts, things like that. Thank you for sending those. You can keep that coming. Send us questions on working from home or just working period to contact at workinsanity.net. Uh, first one comes from Philip. This is probably the, the biggest question uh, of the bunch. Uh, the subject of hiring others. Philip says, it's a big issue. I struggle with it, both with the cost, but also, as Tom said, the letting go of having others do tasks you've been doing forever. Another challenge is the time it takes to manage the employee. I discovered that I am often the worst bottleneck in the process because I can be too slow to review the work the employee has handed back to me while they wait direction for their next steps. I feel like this is one of the biggest challenges for freelancers, including for the types of personalities who may be drawn to freelancing. You know, we don't want a boss, but we also don't want to be a boss for any number of reasons. I'd love to hear more about how you deal with these situations. Now, kind of related to this, uh, Philip says, I heartily endorse your suggestion that people hire a bookkeeper or accountant. I hadn't done it for a long time because I thought not only that I didn't have enough work to justify an accountant, but also because I thought it would be too expensive. As it turned out, when I finally really needed one, I started asking around. They're less expensive than I imagined. And the labor and anxiety saved by having them handle these things is <laughs> worth way more than their modest fees. And Philip lives in New York City, so you know, he's, his accounts are probably even more expensive than many of yours would be. Probably. Uh, yeah, definitely. We talked about this before, but bookkeeper or accountant, yes, go for it. And uh, something about that that I think informs the first question of you don't micromanage the accountant, right? So when you hire an employee to help you, the only reason you're tempted to micromanage them is because they're doing something you do know about, right? With accountancy, you're like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. I don't know how to do it as well as this person. So to me, there, there's, a, there's a way to think about the person you're hiring as an expert like an accountant. And yes, there will be some time for training, but my recommendation is set that time up. Like, okay, I am going to train you to do the thing, and then I'm going to just let you do it. Uh, so, and, and there's comfort levels and there's there's in the training time to review but at some point you do have to say i'm not going to review it anymore i'm just going to trust that i've trained you well and you have to be willing to be okay with mistakes that's the big thing to be like a mistake yeah. has not ruined things a mistake is just a chance to fine-tune what you went over in the training yes or even just you know it's not the end of the it's kind of like the pain of not having an accountant that you alleviate, yeah. maybe even with mistakes, the uh, issues that you're solving by having an employee 
are much bigger than the small mistake, or let's not even call it a mistake, the things that they're doing differently than you would and that you don't like as much, um, since they're still taking charge for the entire thing, it's easier or better for you to not have to worry about that part. Uh, Of course, there's a balance there. If it's always different and you really don't like it, then maybe that's not being done. But that's a really big point. There's a difference between a mistake and it was done differently. And that that, yeah. that is one that I definitely still struggle with. It's like, oh, okay, no, no, they're just doing it differently. It's not wrong. It's just not how I would have done it. Uh, and you have to yeah. learn, like, when is it important to go, okay, hold on, I need you to correct this versus, well, that's not the way I would do it. And so I want you to do it the way I would do it. Uh, because you're, you'll drive yourself crazy doing that second one. Yeah, I think to the larger point, um, <laughs> when I actually figure it out, I will let you know, yeah, Philip. Totally. <laughs> uh, this is something that, you know, it's like meditation or I don't know, these kinds of things. You're, you're, you never really master the thing. You're always a student. Yeah. And uh, letting go of tasks. 100%. Is this yeah. Thing. This is very much a do as I say, not as I do situation for me. <laughs> Uh, to the extent that I can give any advice, uh, I am giving that advice not only to you all, but to myself still as well. It's, a, it's an ongoing project. Yeah. All right. Second email we got from Thomas from uh, Missouri or Miss. How do you pronounce? No, you said Missouri. you nailed it. Missouri. Uh, that's Excellent. the St. Louis Missouri. side. Now, if you're on Kansas City side, you might say Missouri. But, you know, you're uh, I'm from the I'm St. Definitely. Louis area. So I, I like the way you did Very. it. There you go. There you go. I'm definitely from the St. Louis area. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Like a lot of people, I was recently sent home to work. I've been adapting and you have definitely helped with that. Oh, thank you. But I believe this is a temporary situation. And when all of it, he waves about sporadically, as we can see in his email, uh, is over, I will be going back to work at the office Do you have any tips for someone who is only going to be working from home temporarily? Is there anything I should consider that someone who is a permanent at uh, a permanent home worker or at home worker wouldn't have to? Thanks for any help and keep up the great work on the podcast. Thank you, Thomas. Um, What do you think, Thomas? (laughs) (laughs) I am Thomas from the Illinois side of Missouri. Uh, Uh This is a tough one because I haven't had to do this. Uh, mm. and, and, you know, I, I think a, uh, contact at workinsanity.net, uh, if you're someone who has, and, and we'll, we'll share those with Thomas from Missouri, but my educated guess would be that the thing you have to realize is when you do go back into the office, you're going to have to give yourself time to adapt the way you did when you went back home. I think everybody understood, hey, we're all working from home now. It's all different. Everybody, you know, tolerate uh, a a little bit of of unknowns, you know, a little bit, maybe a few more uh, uncertainties in the workplace. When you go back into the office, it's going to feel like it's the opposite. It's going to feel like, oh, well, we're back in the office, so everybody should be back to normal. But it's not. Uh, and, and so you're going to have to make sure that everybody knows like, Hey, we're also getting used to a being back in this way of working. I would also say there's probably some, some things that you picked up when working from home, just from the change of perspective that you can still implement, uh, when you're in the office, just because you're in the office doesn't mean everything has to be in person. Uh, you know, there's some things you might've found were more efficient. Don't let go of those just because you're going back to the office. I will say uh, two things. 
first, <laughs> there are some things, you know, the situations are different. So in one situation, there are some advantages and disadvantages and, you know, the inverse of that in the other situations. So first, recognize the things that are cool now that you can do, because I guarantee you, you will miss them when you go back to the office. So cherish them now and enjoy them now. Um, and, and the other thing, obviously, when you go back to the office, just make sure that you uh, enjoy the things that the office th that the office has as specifics. And maybe you don't need to be told that. But um, in order to prepare for going back to the office, I don't know that there is. First of all, don't be so certain it will happen quickly. Mm. Maybe you, that's not what you're saying, but uh, it might be a while. And I'm wondering if it might not be possible to still split your time uh, once that happens. Different you know, jobs will have different requirements. Um, but I don't know that there's anything specific you need to do to prepare for it. You already know what the office is. The biggest thing would be, as Tom said, um, the learnings that you've had from this experience, make sure to remember them and to, to implement them when you're back in the uh, actual office that you're going to be working from. Yeah. All right, let's get into some comments uh, from people. Uh, these are observations. Uh, Andrew wrote, you mentioned that working at a company could simplify communication and collaboration, but that is definitely not the case for me. At my office, <laughs> we are currently transitioning from Skype for Business, which still handles telephony, to Teams, while simultaneously piloting Slack. And don't forget <laughs> the Mattermost installations and Zoom devotees. I suspect that this is not just a one-off tale of woe, uh, but that most offices are like this, especially since the pandemic. I find it incredibly fatiguing to constantly get notifications on so many different platforms. I already turned off as many as possible, but it's still a lot. You know, we talked about Discord a while back, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying add Discord to that list, <laughs> but the benefit that we saw in Discord was that it could, for some types of works, uh, include all of those different types of communications and of course when you're you know working in a company you're going to have to follow the tools that they use so that might not be an option for you but boy andrew i feel your pain yeah um and i, I could sympathize yeah. because my uh my wife uh has complained about similar things where they have like four different video conferencing solutions depending on who in the company they're talking to versus who outside the company oh, they're sorry. talking to and etc I, I even in the podcasting world, Andrew, we're, we're not immune to it. Mm. When I when I I am on one of Tom's shows, uh, we prep in Slack, although that that's changing nowadays. Ford <laughs> yeah, right. in um, Skype. When I'm doing a show with uh, with Scott Johnson, he has Skype for sound, Zoom for video, and Discord for text or something like that. <laughs> something ridiculous maybe like two or three it's yeah i was arguing with tom a few weeks ago that uh he maybe should let go of slack and do everything in discord sadly he has not listened to me well uh, getting closer for sure yeah uh clinton writes our company uses ms outlook 
as its uh, email service, and it has a focus plan, which can be enabled that inserts up to two hours each day automatically in your schedule to focus. During these times, uh, during these time blocks, MS Teams status is set to focusing, and only contacts you have deemed as priority will be able to message you. Hopefully, this sort of thing makes its way to other productivity suits, and if they, if they're not already there, he um, gives us an email, uh, a, a URL to uh, investigate that thing. But you know, just go to Focus Plan for. Uh, MS uh, Outlook and Teams, and you'll find it. My other tip for working from home would be to consider a do not knock sign to be affixed near your doorbell to limit those pesky door-to-door salespeople. Cheers, Clinton from Sydney, Australia. Thank you, Clinton. Oh, man, Clinton. I hear you, man. I hear you on the door thing. We uh, we have Spectrum for one of our two internet providers because I have redundancies uh, in place. And uh, Spectrum came and knocked on my door and said, hey, uh, would you like to get Spectrum? And I said, guess what? I already have Spectrum. And they're like, huh, we don't have you down. I'm like, well, I, I have it, so it's all good. They came back with another person. There were two people. The first person plus, the, I don't know, their supervisor was like, hey, he, he uh, came by and talked to you about buying Spectrum, and you said you had Spectrum, and we don't have it down. And I was like, I have it. It's Spectrum Business. And they're like, oh, business. We hadn't even thought about, okay. I was like, why couldn't this have been done by email? Mm, I listen. I feel your pain, but unlike the previous message, uh, the only beings that could come near my door are the animals that leave it, that live in the forest. So uh, it's unlikely I'll have to say. <laughs> it. Although we do get, you never know. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> we do get mail, so it does happen sometimes, I guess. But yeah, that is so annoying. And do not knock. Yes, do that. That is it for this episode of Work Insanity. We hope we helped you bring a little sanity to your work life. You should keep those questions coming at contact at workinsanity.net. I'm Patrick Beja. You can catch up with me and everything I do at notpatrick.com. And I'm Tom Merritt. You can find me at tommerritt.com and both of us at workinsanity.net. Talk to you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.